Welcome to the Body Positivity Podcast with Diana and Arliss. And today is a special podcast because it's just me and Diana. Yay! I love our guests, but Arliss, I miss these conversations that we get to have. And today we're going to talk about body positivity through COVID, uh, loving our bodies during the pandemic, the challenges that we faced um, and the ways that we've gotten through it or the ways that we're navigating through it. Yeah, it's been a really interesting time, especially for me and seeing how my body has changed over the period of the pandemic and also just seeing how my health. So my relationship to my body has changed through the period of the pandemic. What about you, Diana? Yeah, um, it's been interesting to have to adapt my expectations of myself and my body um, in terms of what I do. And I think that there are some places where, um, you know, like I've had to be more mindful about taking care of my health. It, it hasn't been like where in other times, for example, like I used to bike everywhere. So it was just an inherent form of exercise that I had all the time. And with meetings going more indoors and all that kind of stuff, biking everywhere is less available to me. Um, so, you know, just small things in terms of how, how my lifestyle has changed has, has impacted um, my daily life. And I've had to look towards other ways to reincorporate um, exercise or activity given the current circumstances kind of thing. Yeah, I can see that. I'm sure that a lot of our listeners too have encountered major changes in the way that they interact in their daily life and how that has changed the way that they interact with their body. I know that for me, I'm home all the time now, which is really different. And that means that I have ready access to food all day long, um, as much as I want. It's not something where I have to go and seek out a restaurant or seek out a store to find it and make time for it in my schedule. It's just here, right here. Um, and so one of the things that's been wonderful about that is that for my health, it's really important that I actually eat something small every couple of hours in order to keep my intestines engaged in the process of processing food and all of that. Um, but it's also created a situation where I need to be more mindful of what I'm eating and making choices for myself that are healthy, not just what I want in that moment. Yeah. Um, being around food all day and also, um, you know, having a chef husband, you know, poor me, but I really like, <laughs> you know, it, it can be challenging and it, I think it, um, it can create different situations for all of us where, you know, in, in places where other things could have been easier to avoid in the past, like, you know, sometimes at home, um, you know, we can be forced to face things that we didn't want or don't want, you know, and I, I think that it gives us this chance to really reevaluate our relationships and um, find greater self-compassion as well. You know, so I think that anytime we have like sort of avoidant patterns that they, there's something that eventually will come back because we're, we're pushing the energy away in a way. So to me, it's like, how can we create greater self-acceptance and self-love so that we are not feeling so stuck and not feeling, um, you know, so, 
so kind of like vengeful or like um, frustrated with ourselves. Absolutely. I love that. Gentleness is, is so important during times of change, even if it's positive change. So Diana, how has your body changed during the pandemic and what, if any challenges have come up around those changes? Yeah. I mean, I, well, I've definitely gained weight. Um, and that's been interesting because what it's been for me is the opportunity to love my body at, at a different size, you know, and, and still, um, love my body through gaining weight in a way that helps me really, you know, kind of take away some of the judgment I'd had in the past of myself. And I, you know, I feel different patterns come up and like ways of thinking or self-judgment. And I think that's really normal and human, um, for us to be judging ourselves for not being as active as we once were. Um, and I, you know, I, I've definitely gone through it and I, I feel like it really just is an opportunity for me to give myself a little more self-compassion because I find it's easier to exercise, to, to take care of my body when I'm giving myself more self-love. And so I've been, you know, doing some things just to even go back to basics with like affirmations and, um, you know, like mirror work and some of the things that we know work that sometimes I think it's almost like we get away from these practices because we're like, okay, I'm fixed now kind of thing. And it's like when we can see these more as um, as practices, as things that really nourish us and, and feed us overall, I think it is a little bit about just going back to some of the basics of self-love uh, when we find ourselves getting away from it. How about you, Arliss? I love that, Diana. Thank you for the question too. Um, so for me, I've been kind of on the opposite side of things. I've actually lost weight during the pandemic. Um, and there's a few different reasons why this is. For one, I really got clear on what was safe food for me to be eating. And I realized that grains and refined sugar were not safe for me to be eating. They really um, caused an inflammatory response to my body. And they really caused my intestines to kind of stop functioning properly. So I gave up eating refined sugar and grains, not because I intended to lose weight, but because I wanted to feel better in my body. And a subsequent outcome of that is that I have lost weight and I have lost size. And as a lot of people are probably thinking, wow, that's amazing. And what actually has come up for me is almost like a crisis of identity. Um, I've always considered myself a plus size person. I've always considered myself a big, beautiful woman. Um, and I'm, you know, five, nine, and I still weigh 260 pounds. And yet I'm now fitting into size 14s um, and size larges, which is some of the smallest I've ever been in my life. Not the smallest I've ever been, but some of the smallest I've ever been. And, and there's that crisis coming up for me a little bit in the last few months of, am I still considered a plus size person if I wear a size 14 and I wear a size large? 
what happens if I go down to a size 12 and a size medium? Like what, like, what does that mean for me? Um, and it's really brought up, like, what does that mean for people thinking about what I think about body positivity? Because I'm not doing the things that I'm doing with exercise or the way I'm eating um, to lose size or to lose weight. For example, I recently had a, a really bad gout, uh, bout of gastroparesis where my intestines like almost shut down. You know, when, when I went to the doctor, the doctors could hear very little function. And they said, you know, one of the things that you can do is you can start walking for 20 minutes after every meal you eat. Well, that's a whole other hour plus of exercise a day that I wasn't getting before. So, of course, I, I think that my body might trim down a little bit in different ways um, and I might get even smaller than I am now. And and so there's that question in me that's like, what does this mean for this curvy person that I believe that I am, but I still feel that I am. So I'm, I'm working through that. And it's, it's interesting because it brings up to me that in our society, there is judgment on both sides of the coin. So there's judgment for when people gain weight. And then there's judgment for when people that are curvy and have really made that a part of who they am. And then they get smaller. There's judgment around that too. And I just wish that we could just release all the judgment and just accept people for where they are. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you on that. I think it's, um, you know, it can be really challenging for us to accept ourselves where we are. And, um, you know, that like we have feelings about our size or our be like somehow defining us or being a part of our being. And it's like, um, we are just because we are kind of thing, you know, and you like, um, I feel like it's, it's one of those situations where it can be like, it can be challenging because we can define ourselves and love ourselves in a certain way. And it's like, can we still love ourselves when we no longer fit that mold or um, when we break through that? And, you know, is it, and it sort of is, um, and then it goes back to like the, where we're placing value and, you know, what is good, what is bad. And, um, and like really realizing more and more that sometimes it just is kind of thing. And like, it's okay for us to be in these different sizes and shapes. And it's about loving ourselves in all the different sizes and shapes and learning whatever level of, whatever level of change we're at, like finding a way to still accept ourselves through the change. Um, and I, I hear that for both of us, like trying to find that acceptance through the change. And it's like, it's weird as long as your body's changing kind of thing. And I don't, I don't think our bodies ever stop changing. So. I think that that's one of the tricky things about self-love and body acceptance and body positivity that's not discussed is we can really work hard to love ourselves in this moment in the shape and size and, you know, color and all these different things that we are. Right. Um, and it can change. It can change because our body shape changes. It changes because our size is different. It changes because we choose to go out in the sun or we don't choose to go out in the sun or because we put in contacts or we dye our hair. And then it's like, we're, 
learning how to love ourselves all over again, because a change has happened. And what I love about what you've said is that gentleness is needed in every aspect of change, that gentleness and self-compassion and change, because even if a positive thing is happening, this positive change is happening, like I'm figuring out different ways to take care of myself better. And you're experiencing the wonders of being able to be home with your amazing chef husband, eating fabulous food and discovering new ways to exercise. And there's change happening. And Sometimes even in that positiveness, it's still hard and gentleness and compassion are so needed when we're going through that change. And self-love is, excuse the pun, not one size fits all, you know, just because we figure out how to love ourselves at a certain size doesn't mean that we know how to love ourselves at a different size. Yeah. And it's, it, to me, it just always goes back to loving our being, Um, you know, and that's, that is really what we're doing with self-love is, is like loving us right now. Um, And I think the more that we kind of take away the conditions or like even base it around parts of us and really just base it on, um, I'm just, I'm deserving of love because I, uh, because I am, that is super powerful. Um, And so in loving yourself through what you're going through, Arliss, like what, what is, what's some of the things that you're finding have been helpful for you? Oh, that's a great question. Well, one is really surrounding me, myself, surrounding me with people that love me no matter what shape and size I am. So obviously my amazing co-host and one of my best friends, Diana, is one of those people, my partner, my parents, I have other really good friends that they just love me at whatever size I am. And they've seen me, you know, I started dating Matthew when I was a size 22 and now I'm a size 14. He's literally seen me at the whole range. And the size that I am isn't important to him. It's who I am that's important to him. And he reminds me of that. So I think that surrounding myself with that support system. And then the other thing that has really helped me is to actually physically touch my body and to like remind myself that this is me, even if it looks different, even if it feels different right now. Um, When I look at myself in the mirror and I place my hands on my stomach or on my hips or on my shoulders, I, you know, I feel like, oh, this is my skin. I can feel myself touching myself. Like this is my body that I know, even though it feels and looks different. So I would say those are the two things that have me the most. What about you, Diana? Yeah, I love that. Um, it's been a lot of positive self-talk lately. And like I mentioned, mirror work. So really going back to affirmations, um, and then, and kind of working to unpack with forgiveness, um, like some things that have happened in the past that, are, you know, they can cause those sort of judgments or any of that kind of stuff. Um, that's been really helpful for me is to, to just work on unpacking um, how it is I feel, why I may have those sort of beliefs or uh, stories that I tell um, and just giving myself compassion through that. And um, yeah, just working with positive self-talk more and more. I find that like, yeah, for me, it's been like going back to some of the basics 
um, to really remind myself and, and love myself. And I think I hear that in you too, with, you know, like stretching your body. It's like, how can we just really be more grounded in this experience of our body and of self-love in ways that feel really good for us? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, we've talked about how it can be challenging for our bodies to change. What is something that you love about the change that you've seen in your body that was unexpected even? Um, So I got one of my very first gray hairs and I, I don't know, I don't have this reaction that many people do to their gray hair where for some reason it feels it feels like a, like a growth and an evolution in a good way. And maybe part of why I can feel that way is because, I mean, I'm 37 and getting my first gray hair and I'm not like, you know, 15 or 20 or something. I can imagine that at different ages, you'd have a different reaction to it. But for me, it's more like, oh, yay, finally, like <laughs> um, starting, to, starting to gray a little. And I, I feel, I don't know, I've, I've always had like a reverence for aging. Um, in a way that I like, I kind of look forward to growing older and um, developing like a greater relationship with my body as it, as it gets older. And because I think that as we get older, we kind of don't have any choice, but to move with more gentleness towards our body. So I, I just look, look at it kind of as a, I don't know, like a ref like a reflection of greater gentleness and kindness to come. Um, Because I think no matter what, like when you've gotten to a certain level of self-love, like, you know, you're not going to go back to like the levels of self-hate you may have been at in a different time. So, yeah. That's awesome. For me, in my pre-COVID world, I wore high heels every day which as a five, nine person that put me at like five, 11, six foot all the time, which I really loved actually. Um, and I had lower back pain almost all the time. Uh, so one of the biggest changes that I've seen in my body is now in COVID world, um, I'm home all the time. So I don't wear high heels like ever. I don't really miss it either. I have to be honest. And I have very little lower back pain. I I mean, on occasion, I might take like an anti-inflammatory, like maybe once a month or something, if I've really overworked myself, but I used to be in pretty significant lower back pain all the time. And that's not part of my reality anymore. I love that. I love that. Um, that low back pain is less a part of your reality. I found the same thing happened for me too. When I uh, sadly gave up heels, I used to love wearing like super high heels and uh, had like quite a collection. But um, when my, when my feet started to go um, downhill and I'd experienced more pain through them, I had to change my footwear and it was surprising how it also impacted my back pain. (laughs) Yeah. Really? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Now all I wear pretty much are like flats um, and shoes with like a, like a custom orthotic in them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. Me too. And house shoes. I'm a huge, so I have these like fur, not real fur, fake fur 
lined booties that I wear around my house because I live up in the mountains and they are my favorite thing in the entire world. Um, and who knew that that would be my ultimate work shoe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds perfect. <laughs> I love that. Sorry. I just got a message from someone who was looking for our, our video. So I'm just going to send it. Hold on. Awesome. So one of the things that kind of sets us apart is that we live in the beautiful state of Hawaii. And so getting to the beach and wearing teeny tiny bikinis when we want to is part of our norm. And with our body change, that must feel different for both of us. I know it feels different for me. Does going out to the beach and putting on that little bikini and being around other people on the beach feel different for you with your body changes during COVID? Yeah, and it's been just, again, like an opportunity for self-love. You know, to me, it's like, like, I still think I look fabulous and I love my body, you know, but it's like, it's one of those things where I get the opportunity to practice that self-love a little more because sometimes it's, it has been a little more challenging. Um, and, and yeah, I think it, it like, it points to the ways where like change can always be challenging for us. And at the same time, just like really loving our body in the, in the moment and, and in what it is, is what I find, you know, kind of helps with, with that, at least for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hear you. One of the changes that's happened because I have lost weight and lost size is I actually have more rolls on my stomach than I used to, because my stomach used to be rounded right? Um, and now I have more rolls because that skin isn't being stretched in that way. And I remember the first time I put on my bikini to go out to a beach. Um, and I noticed that and I was like, huh, I, I have rolls. <laughs> Whereas before I didn't really have rolls, you know, like I had a stomach, but I didn't really have rolls. And, and what was interesting for me is like, just recognizing that stigmatism that is put on or, or stigma, sorry, stigmatism is something different. The stigma that's put on having roles. And I, I just remember taking them in my hands and holding them and saying, I love you. And I'm so glad you're here and welcome to the party. And we're going to go out in our, in our bikini. Um, and so what you said about just a further opportunity for self-love is totally true. And I realized that, you know, for others, that might be a reason why not to put on the bikini or why not to go out to the beach. And, and I made it a reason within myself to do that so that I could be an example for other people that, Hey, this is a bikini body right here, rolls and all. Um, and that's okay. In fact, it's really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how we judge our bodies. Right. And like kind of put these like labels or have these beliefs about what something means. And it's like, it really is such an interesting thing how we can just, you know, like you said, pick, pick ourselves up as we are, you know, feel confident as we are um, in whatever we want to wear and how, um, you know, all of us can get caught up in what it looks like. Um, but really it's about how it feels. And that's where I feel like, um, you know, sometimes 
the conscious work has to be is like, how do we feel really good in our skin? How do we feel really good in the middle of the change, you know, in, in the middle of more stress or in the middle of, um, you know, just like having our body be a little unexpected in terms of, you know, we're used to it being a certain way. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that COVID has given to me is greater choice as to what I surround myself with. And I think that what I ingest as far as messaging is so important for how I interact with my body um, and how I talk to my body. And so um, COVID has given or the pandemic time has given me the opportunity to have a lot more discernment around that. And it has allowed me to take on a much more positive dialogue with myself. Yeah, same. I mean, I know that I like, I have, I, I've found more ways to speak positively to myself, like outside of just speaking affirmations or reading them, I've been writing them and, um, you know, just finding different ways to reconnect to self. Um, and I think that as long as the steps that we're taking are in that kind of vein of love and, uh, and positive feeling that it, you know, there's no lack of benefit that we can receive from that because we've all been down that self-judgment right where um where we don't love our bodies where we try to hate ourselves into looking like something different and it's not it's not where we know we want to be and so i think it really is just about you know in the change in whatever doesn't look the way that we want it to look looking for the opportunity to love ourselves more to you know to be kinder to ourselves, And I think that's, you know, easier said than done. <laughs> yeah, it is. One of the things that I try to remind myself is, you know, even on those days where I feel really challenged by the way that my body looks or the way that my body feels, and that takes me into a judgmental pattern. Um, I let myself know that it's okay. It's okay that I'm feeling this way. It's okay that I'm going through this process. It's okay that I'm even having this judgment. Um, in order to not make myself you know, the bad guy or make myself profoundly wrong because that's a whole nother level of judgment, right? So I try to be in that moment of it's okay that this is where it is right now, that I don't feel that great about my body in this moment. And I do have moments like that. It's, it's not so self-love and body acceptance is not a hundred percent all the time. As soon as um, I have one positive thought, it just continues forever. Um, I still have challenging days. I had one of those a couple of days ago where I just felt like I couldn't find a single thing to put on that looked good. Um, now I know looking back, I can, I can see the images of myself in the mirror and know I looked good. Like I looked great actually. Um, but in that moment, I didn't feel that way. And it was okay that I didn't feel that way, you know, and I get to try to be in a positive, more positive state at another time, if that feels right. Um, and I get to be gentle with myself during that time of not feeling great in my body for whatever reason. I love that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it really is about in all those different moments, recognizing that it's still, again, always about loving that self. 
And we're going to go through all those different times where we're not, you know, where we're feeling a little more judgmental or hear that old pattern come up again, or, you know, think about doing things the way that we'd done them before and realize, you know, like that's, that's not really who I want to be. That's not really what I want to do. Um, you know, and we have Shirley saying, you know, she's constantly saying what she's grateful for, especially the little things, um, you know, like looking at your body, I think in that way is just so important. And then Bhavna, um, Bhavna, you're so sweet. You both look great. Feel the sense of love flowing through um you know yeah it's it really is about finding ways for the self-love um you know and it's it's not easy and i i think that it's you know it's about really acknowledging that it's hard and that we're doing the best that we can and that in and of itself is an act of self-love absolutely One of the things that um, I love about what Shirley said is being grateful. Uh, I was in a workshop earlier this week and the speaker said, what if everything that you weren't grateful for today disappeared tomorrow? And that was so thought provoking for me um, because I thought about all the little things like the fact that we have skin that holds our organs in place skin and bones and cartilage that allow us to walk around uh, in this world and do incredible things. Um, Whether that thing is just, you know, walking to the other room, that's still incredible. It's a freaking miracle that our bodies are the way that they are. And what if that wasn't true tomorrow because I wasn't grateful today? Well, it makes me really want to be grateful for what I have today, especially in my body, even with all those things that I might call imperfection in judgmental moments. Yeah, I mean, it's... It really is just about loving those imperfections. And um, I think it's like, it's seeing them as part of the whole, right? Like this is just a moment that we're navigating through. And the more that we can apply love to the situation, the more that that is what just flows through. And um, it allows it not to be a place where we're stuck because anytime that we're, you know, kind of not loving on ourselves, we we're hitting up against some form of resistance. And so just by letting whatever flows being be in more self-love, like I find it's easier to make choices that really feel good for me um, when it feels like it's coming from a place of self-love versus when it's coming from a place of like, oh, you can't eat that. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, you need to do this because because your stomach looks different kind of thing. You know, like you need to or you can't wear these because they don't fit the same way kind of thing. And um, you know, just loving myself through all that and being gentle with myself. And I think even sometimes the, like the judgment of like us being like, oh, here we go again. Or like, there I, there I am doing this again. Um, you know, we, we can say, and we don't even realize as a form of self-judgment and it's like, no, it's, it's okay. Like, you know, in the past when I've been in that place, maybe it's taken me longer to get out of it. So this time I'm, I'm doing better, you know, I'm, you know, and really allowing for ourselves um, to accept that we're in a different place. We have a higher level of awareness that, um, that it's, a, that we don't have to stay stuck there as long as we did in the past allows for us to just move through that judgment and shame with more ease. That's really beautiful. I love that. Ah. <sighs> 
So what is the thing that you are most grateful for in pandemic time in relation to your body? I don't know why, but I feel like I want to say my hair. Um, So there was a point through the pandemic where I burned out and I started to feel a little um, more stressed. And I noticed I was having a little bit of hair loss. What I'm really proud of is that when I saw that is that I stopped immediately. I allowed myself to not just to keep ignoring what was happening, but to address it as soon as I saw the signs that something wasn't going well. Um, And so I really do love my hair and myself in a different way than I used to. And I think that that, that my hair gets to be a representative of that, that like, you know, in the past, I'd let it, I let it go too long. I ignored it until it got to be a really big problem. Um, you know, and this time I saw small signs of it and stopped instantly. And I think that that's growth. So whether it's the hair growth, it's the me growth, like, you know, it's really just letting myself see that, okay, through this pandemic, maybe all the growth hasn't been exactly the way that I wish, but, you know, sometimes, sometimes we grow in ways that we don't expect and that's okay. Um, And it's about, allowing ourselves to evolve and loving ourselves through that process that gets us somewhere better. Yeah. How about you? I think the thing that I'm most grateful for during the pandemic in relation to my body is getting really clear on what safe foods are for me. There's just been a much deeper level of clarity around what is safe for me to eat or not. And because I wasn't going out to restaurants or eating out with friends or um, even and sometimes walking around grocery stores for long periods of time, I was really able to stick to eating my safe foods and reaping the rewards of feeling so much better in my body. Um, and what that has done for me is that it, it has gotten me to a point where I don't want to eat unsafe food anymore. Even if it is super tasty, even if I have a craving for it, even if I have a dream about it, which the other day I was dreaming about donuts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I just don't want to do that anymore because I feel so much better and my health is so much better when I eat safe foods. And I don't know how I would have created the space for that without really, um, really having it be challenging without it being a pandemic time. I hear you um, making more and more choices for what feels good in your body and for what feels right in your body. And I love that. Absolutely. You too. It's, um, it's wonderful to hear that at the very first sign of a challenge with your hair, that you stopped the behavior that you knew was relating to that challenge. Uh, I think that that is such deep wisdom because it's all about hearing the whispers of a challenge, especially in our health, instead of hearing the foghorn <laughs> um, of the challenge. And what I hear from you is that you're you're hearing the whispers and that you didn't need the volume to be turned up in order for you to make a positive choice for your health. Yeah. And I think that applies for all of us, right? In terms of wherever we are, it's like, um, just look for the ways that you're doing better than you did in the past where are you um 
where can you be more responsible with the awareness that you have? And I think that as we evolve in awareness, it's, it's about just continually understanding, you know, the past versions of ourselves that were less aware, um, you know, the patterns that we have from those times and, you know, understanding that that's part of us and it's okay for us to go through that. Um, because, you know, like, like we are human. It's, mm -hmm. it's normal. And we don't, it's not about constantly being perfect. It's about, you know, being grateful for the body that we've had that took us through a pandemic, you know? So like, whatever it looks like, like this body took us through a pandemic, you know, not everybody's body survived that. And it's, it's something that I think it's important for us to remember uh, as we think about, you know, other people and, and the, the things in the work that we do. Absolutely. You know, our bodies are what I like to call super healing wellness machines. They really are. They really do absolutely everything they can to keep us healthy as long as, as they possibly can. And the only thing that really deters them from that is our our choices as to whether or not we're supporting our own health or not. And I don't say that in order for us to be judgmental. I say that because it should feel empowering. Like we get to conspire positively conspire with our bodies to produce even more health. And we can decide to make positive change even in a small way each day, if we want to, it doesn't have to be something profound. Maybe it's just a small choice for each individual, a little bit each day in order to express further health and to really enjoy this wellness machine that we get to live in. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really just about wherever you are, you know, stop comparing it to where you've been in the past and how can you enjoy the wellness machine you're in, in this moment? Um, and the more that we see it as a wellness machine, the more that we love where we are right now, the more that, you know, the more that choosing health, choosing ourselves gets to be easier, more fun, and, you know, just all the more pleasurable. Absolutely. So Diana, I would love to know from you, what are your closing thoughts for our listeners today? So what yes. are your words of wisdom for today? Be kind for yourself through change. You deserve it. Well, if, you are less. I don't know. That's pretty much a mic drop moment right there. Diana. <laughs> Be kind to yourself through change. You deserve it. It's beautiful. I agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you all for joining us today on the Body Positivity Podcast with Diana and I. And we can't wait to see you next week. It's going to be awesome. Have a great day. Bye.